Hi everyone, welcome to episode 13 of the Casual LCS Fantasy Podcast. My name is W2 Chong and I will be your host. I will be joined by two friends, Sake and Fire and Winnie. The three of us are in a sleeper fantasy LCS league together. This episode was recorded on Sunday, April 9th, after finals weekend. We had a banger of a lower bracket finals between FlyQuest and Golden Guardians. And then today, it was a crazy grand finals between Cloud9 and Golden Guardians, where Cloud9 showed their dominance in every lane to take home the championship. Finals weekend. So we started off yesterday in the lower bracket finals. We had FlyQuest, who dropped down from the upper bracket. Golden Guardians uh, was in coming from the lower bracket after they 3-0'd Evil Geniuses. And uh, yeah, this was a very close series. Um, I think most people had FlyQuest winning. Um, and uh, it looked like they, they might have won, but it was uh, took a crazy Game 4 fight from Golden Guardians to bring it back when they were down. And then uh, they were able to win Game 5 on the red side um, with some really sort of unique drafts. Um, and yeah, so they took the series three games to two. Uh, did you notice anything from this series while you guys were watching it, uh, Winfield? Like it is like just, just I was just surprised by like how well Liquish played um, against Impact. Like mm-hmm. they put him on a like a split push champion, and he he like he wasn't really punished that that hard. And like he was able to make get his own advantage, or like even when, I think River might have ganked a couple of times, maybe. But like mm-hmm. Liquid just played really well. Yeah, um, Winston, were you able to catch any of the highlights? Yeah, yeah, I saw most of them. Um, I feel like there were like so many different games could have gone different ways. Like I feel like game two actually, like game two, I think FlyQuest was winning like right up to the end, mm-hmm. and then they got turned. I don't know if they're winning the whole time, but, like, they were, like, poised to kind of win. And then I think, yeah, like, I think overall, like, the general theme was that, like, Prince... I don't think Prince necessarily played bad throughout the series. But I think either it's just him not getting resources or, like, maybe, like, Golden Guardians making sure Stixay does well. Like, he's just not able to impact as much. Whereas, like, I think Stixay was just, like, he he looks so confident in that game, mm-hmm. like, in the series. Yeah, I think one comment I would say is like the whole top lane point. So yeah, they were able to utilize Licorice flexibility, put him on some carries and split pushers, um, and uh, he, you know, he's pretty comfortable playing into tanks. And so, if Impact doesn't sort of uh, counter him, um, he's always going to have that advantage. And Golden Guardians has shown that they can play around Licorice um, in top lane. And then they also have that safety net with Stixa and Huhi in the bottom lane. Um, and so, yeah, I think it was a little bit of a surprise seeing Golden Guardians beat FlyQuest. But um, you kind of saw it in Game 5 with the, just the flexibility of their draft. Uh, they brought out the Jarvin um, at Jungler. I think even earlier in the series, they had Jarvin as support as well. Um, basically... They are just a little bit more flexible. They were able to utilize um, top lane. And it's kind of like kind of like going back to 100 Thieves. Um, 100 Thieves kind of only had one way of winning. I, would kind of, I wouldn't say FlyQuest is as dire, but 
it almost kind of felt that way as well, uh, where they kind of always played towards Prince too much, and basically there was no other sort of points where they could sort of play around. And um, yeah, Golden Guardians ended up beating FlyQuest to take it to the finals. And then today, we saw the finals between Golden Guardians and C9. Um, pleasantly surprised, I think, by Golden Guardians' play. Uh, even though the series says 3-1. Uh, if you watch the games, Game 1, they basically dominated them in early game. Had, I think, up to like a 9k goal lead. Um, and then Cloud9 kind of just showed their overall strength by slowly winning fights here and there um, and then um, basically Blabber kind of clutched it out with a couple of uh, sort of uh, dragon dragon captures as well as Baron and uh, yeah C9 were able to turn what a crazy first game that we saw there uh, let's just start with that one um, what were you thinking when watching that Winston man I was uh, I, I think like even the casters were like yeah like let's like let's let's like group like they were thinking c9 wasn't going to come back and they think like c9 was just like no like let's just take smart smart fights and they played like a, like a lot tighter it started to like to feel like they just woke up you know like they're like yeah okay cool like we should these guys are strong we need to respect them and kind of like like they just like stepped up a gear and then i think golden guardians like they weren't ready for that shift i think they were kind of just like yeah like they were kind of riding high and that sudden like jump of just quality across the board um honestly like i feel like yeah it, it like it, it set the tone for the series winfield yeah like i i i, I would agree with what twiston is saying um and like while while watching the, the the first game like i was like quite worried and like i i, I was probably on in that in that group where like game one is probably done and like gold golden guy just just had to close it out and mm -hmm. just cloud had to think about just on how to draft for game two so i was like like um quite happy to see how like resilient and like how how cloud came back um to win game one um of just just um getting like um pick, winning some couple of team fights and then just um i guess depending on berserker to like carry um them well in that game i think it was like obviously berserker was dangerous but eventually you mm -hmm. had fudge going off on fudge? olaf yeah. and then oh, mns mns was able to do stuff with his oriana um yeah. and so it kind of that was like the fight with the dragon like the baron pit right where they just yeah. get stuck with fudge yeah right so... Um, yeah, it felt like they had just a better late game comp and um, Golden Guardians just couldn't find a way to finish it, right? Like you kept trying to see who he flank and he never, I don't think, found a really good flank late game. Mm -hmm. It almost felt like they had the lead. They, 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 they almost should have just simplified the way they want to play, mm -hmm. like five, like basically they ran five mid or literally I think if they just went for a straight five on five, they should still win with that type mm -hmm. of gold lead. So. Um, unfortunate, but they did come back in game two and show sort of um, that they have really good early game still. I think they got Gory off to a really, really crazy start. I think he got like a triple kill or something. Um, and then, yeah, they this time they uh, just slowly were able to kind of 
choke out the game and uh, didn't allow C9 to come back in. Um, but then I mean, C9. I think first and these first two games, like they really picked on NMS. Like yeah. I think the first game yep. was the first game the swap the lane swap or the second right. game. Right, first game was the lane first swap. Game. First game, yeah. Same swap, yeah. And then, like, even second game, like, I think, yeah, he was he he wasn't doing great, but mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. yeah, like, yeah, like, I think Goldie just would just outclass Eminence in the first two games, mm -hmm. and that it it it's sure because Eminence just couldn't catch up, like, yeah, yeah. He... Uh, they they kept ganking him, and then Gory was doing one on ones, but then eventually they uh, started um, drafting for early game, and then they got. MNS on his pocket pick LeBlanc, and that sort of changed everything. Um, basically, they were pretty much unstoppable in the early game. MNS was styling on everyone, um, and basically, they had no weak points, right? You have Fudge, who's super strong in top lane. Blabber is finally sort of activated. Um, MNS is on a strong pick, and then Berserker Sven have always been that sort of dominant duo. So um, it's. They heavily invested into the early game, even more so, and uh, that basically just showed their strength. And um, yeah, it wasn't so much of a fight in games three and four. Uh, Cloud Nine finally kind of showed their um, their strength. I think what I would highlight in three is uh, how good Blabbert played coming on to the. Uh, is this Elise? Yeah, Elise. Yep. Yeah, like basically, like she, like she had, like he has to initiate. And he has to kill. If he doesn't do what he does in game three, this game actually looks can look different depending on what happens. I also think like the draft from Golden Guardians wasn't great for this game. Yeah, they have uh, no tank. They, they have no tank at all. Should have. Yeah, I think they they kind of went for a very interesting comp. I I would have liked a tank in top lane for Licorice to round out your Zeri, Leeson, Lulu comp kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. So that was a very interesting pick. And yeah, they just got picked off uh, by, I think, Lucian. There was that one time where he basically just ulted in middle. Oh, yeah. And mid. just ripped through um, a few people type of thing. And so, yeah, with no front line, uh, these guys are just basically taking you out. LeBlanc is is casting those spells and poking you all the time. Yep, so, yep. Terrifying um, game for them. Yeah. And then game four, same, uh, similar. They were able to get uh, MNS on LeBlanc. Got the Zyrocon on bot lane. Uh, you got Fudge on Olaf, who's able to basically just do whatever he wanted to in top lane. And then Blabber's Poppy was um, just all over the place and basically yeah. hitting people everywhere, causing so much yeah. disruption. Yeah. yeah. It it was actually surprising they picked Wukong as the jungle, even when they drafted Lucian Nami mm. in the bot lane, because... Because Wukong isn't really an early champion, right. like an early game champion, so it's like it's kind of like counterintuitive with what Golgon has wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, they wanted mm. to to be lane dominant in the bot lane to, mm -hmm. to have Stixing. So it's like it was yeah, this, the draft was a little bit questionable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't ban the block because yeah, that's after that last game like. Yeah. Who do they end up banning? They banned jungle. So they went after the jungle instead of mid lane, which was kind of interesting, I guess. Um, like, Blabber has been one of the more experienced players. He has all these weird picks. Um, yeah. Yeah, it would have, it would have, 
made more sense, I think, to take MS off of his pocket pick. But maybe there's probably another pick that they know MS could play that they didn't want to. So. Yeah, they want to block. Uh, so that was the end. It was. I think it was a good finals. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't a 3-0. Um, yeah. Game one was kind of sad yep. to see Golden Guardians lose because we could have probably seen a game five if that happened. Yes. Um, but overall in all, I think pretty excited to see these teams at MSI. Uh, both of these teams have shown to draft pretty creatively. Um, they can play through all lanes. Um, I think they just have to uh, shore up some drafts and then it'll be interesting to see how they play on the international stage. Yeah. And, and I feel like we never mentioned Gory, but like I feel oh, like yeah. Gory actually played well throughout the series. Like, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think he did well enough, but um, as we said, MNS got on his pocket picks and mm-hmm. he kind of got neutralized. And he didn't actually get picked on or anything. He just wasn't able to sort of pop off as much on some of his other picks. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so C9 did a pretty good job. I don't think is a good pick for him. Yeah, but I think C9 just did a really good job of enabling MNS and then basically mm-hmm. just kind of neutralizing the rest of Golden Guardians. Yeah, agreed. So taking a look at some of the sort of stats that came from the last two days. Uh, so obviously, um, uh, this is the FlyQuest uh, Golden Guardian series. Uh, so a couple of bloody games here. Uh, you had a couple where both teams were doing really, really well. This was a five-gamer, so everybody sort of got a lot of points. And then I believe it was the last game here where um, Golden Guardians kind of uh, went off and they kind of exploded on um, FlyQuest in game five there. So they got a lot of points there. But when you come back and look at today, you had C9 versus Golden Guardians. Um, The first game... um, Looked like Golden Guardians had a pretty big lead, but then you saw the comeback from C9, so both teams did pretty well. But other than that, uh, most games were pretty one-sided. The interesting thing is, because of the upper bracket and lower bracket, Golden Guardians, obviously they had two five-game crazy series, but they played a total of 17 games. Jeez. Whereas FlyQuest and C9 both only played a total of 11 games, and they were next up, so... Um, yeah, Golden Guardians definitely leveled up during these playoffs. Uh, a lot of people came into it saying that they had no expectations for this team. They, they finished sixth in the regular season. Um, but, uh, yeah, they definitely leveled up after, you know, figuring out 100 Thieves in a crazy first series. Uh, they went they they went on a run. And so they're clearly the second-place team and going to MSI. And then taking a look at our fantasy. So uh, you have... Winston, you had uh, the least amount of players going into this weekend uh, with FlyQuest, GG, and C9. And that sort of uh, hindered you in some of these things, especially because the FlyQuest GG series went to five games. Uh, So myself and Winfield got a decent amount of points from that. Uh, So I was able to leapfrog you. And then in the finals, I actually needed FlyQuest probably to get into the finals so that I could get sort of more points there. But it was Golden Guardians versus C9. Um, and yeah, C9 were definitely um, the sort of uh, overall winners. Uh, but the interesting thing to see, because Golden Guardians got to play so many games, they are one of the tops, if not the top in every uh, role. So Huhi, I think, is the highest support. Stixay, 
highest bots, Gory is the highest mid, River is highest jungler, and yeah, River is the highest top lane. So they uh, kind of um, ran through the bottom bracket and played 17 games, so they were obviously the, the highest points. Then C9, then um, FlyQuest, most disappointing, I would say, is Evil Geniuses, even though they ended up winning their first uh, lower bracket series, 3-0. Then they got swept 3-0, and so um, I had higher hopes from them. But uh, no, it was nice. It was nice to see Golden Guardians make that run, and uh, yeah, C9 has shown that they are the best organization, back-to-back uh, -back champions now. And so Winfield, you won the playoff fantasy. Um, Hundred Thieves was a really good draft pick, even though they got eliminated after the first week. They played eight games and basically collected quite a bit of points. And then you had a nice mix of C9 members, Golden Guardian members, um, and then Isla, Ayla here as well. So congrats on that. Um, nice. Any nice. sort of notable things uh, from these playoffs that you guys want to talk about, either players or teams that you saw while watching? Anything interesting that you're going to have an eye out for either in MSI or going into summer? Winfield? Mm, I am curious to to see how um, MNS and Berserker does uh, perform at at MSI. I guess more particularly MNS is 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 his first international tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh, just to see how he stacks against like the the top mids in Europe or Korea and China. Um, it yeah, it be. I think it's quite this. Like well, because like, I do watch a bit of the um, LEC and then LCK, and like they have quite a bit of like, stylistic differences um, mm -hmm. between how LCS plays. So it's, like, it's it'll be interesting how, like, how Cloud Nine, like specifically Eminus, um, plays against the other mid mid laners. Yep, for sure. Uh, what about you, mm -hmm. uh, Winston? Um, I think overall, like, I think I have an interesting, well, I'm, I'm getting lucky enough in who I see. So for instance, like, I think Gory, like, yeah, definitely has some advice, but I was like, yeah, like, I feel, feel good about this. And he got hot NMS, like, yeah, like I was like, for playoffs, I was like, yep, it's time. It's time for him to shine. And, mm -hmm. uh, he definitely did. And same with Berserker. I think Berserker, obviously getting MVP, it's like, he's, uh, he's exciting to see. But yeah, I think um, I think actually Cloud9 is a little bit like like FlyQuest in the sense that like you want to see them test it. So like when they were down that first game, like seeing them come back from that, like that was that was really encouraging. I do actually think Sven like I feel he either he had like a bunch of misplays or something happened. Like as I feel like he either got picked or like he he didn't look impressive to me as a support. Like I feel like even though uh, he, he had he misplays, said, yeah, he just he ahead. said he didn't play the the greatest today. Uh, mm -hmm. But he also didn't need to, right? Like, even in the first game, um, I, I wouldn't say it was Bot's fault that they were losing, but yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, Sven, sure. Sven just played solid, I think. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think I think Fudge got player of the game uh, in the finals, mm -hmm. and he definitely did mm -hmm. really, really well in his role. I would say Blabber yep. also uh, did super well. 
oh, in, yeah. in his role. Um, MNS obviously had a hot and cold um, series, getting picked on in the first two games, but then coming back on his LeBlanc, and then obviously Berserker. Um, I think they basically just got him into really good positions, and uh, he basically performed every single time and you know did what he needed yeah. to do. Yeah. So, no, definitely will be interesting to see those guys at MSIs. Um, I have high hopes that they can perform. Uh, obviously, with the new format, it's going to be interesting because there's going to be more teams from LCK and um, LEC and LPL. Um, so, don't know the format right now, so we'll talk about that later. But, uh, yeah, hopefully for them, some good games from both Cloud9 and Golden Guardians. Super um, sad for FlyQuest. To be honest, like yeah, that was uh, it's uh it's a trade off, but I think between Golden Guardians and FlyQuest, I think both of them would have been really good storylines. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not mad that Golden Guardians are the ones that get to go. Oh no, no, there's still, yeah. still a cool story with them. Uh, Stick saying yeah. who he, um, you know, kind of uh, the last representatives of CLG um, going into MSI before that org is officially out of the league. So. Yeah. Maybe they make a crazy run and there's some sort of history there. So, um, yeah, that will definitely be exciting. Um, Mm -hmm. If you guys. And also, like, that that narrative that, like, like I think the last. We've been to an international tournament in in the past, but, like, Mm -hmm. like they did. his the teams that he was on didn't do that well, so like it's also that that kind of narrative for River. Hope maybe he might get his redemption arc mm-hmm. to be able to perform interna- internationally as well. Yeah, uh, you you might think that he has a better team around him now, so um, <laughs> he could surprise some people. And he's um, with the experience, you know, you won't get sort of shocked and everything. So. Mm-hmm. If you guys had to give one player, um, any player, uh, sort of MVP for this season in terms of fantasy, who would you mm-hmm. give it to? Uh, you can do it for selfishly for players on your team. You can do it for this playoff. You can do it for the regular season. Um, just pick one player that you would uh, sort of give your fantasy MVP to. Mm-hmm. Winston, I will go to you first. My number one pick is probably Berserker. Berserker? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think he did super well regular season and then obviously playoffs. Um, yeah. Um, did super well and basically carried C9 and was always sort of the strong point. From like a, like a raw fantasy perspective, yeah. Like they just... like. The team overall is the strongest. Like I think, has some of the strongest positions, and so mm-hmm. I think because of that, he also just gets, like the native. Like like, Prince during regular season actually like served me so well. I feel like he actually outperformed Berserker, in the regular season at times. But, yeah, in the um, first half at least for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, for doing the full thing and longevity, yeah. Looking back, Berserker was, was strong. What about you, uh, Whitfield? I would probably say Berserker as well. Um, I kind of also go hand in hand with Berserker also winning the Spring Split M- MVP award. Yeah. Uh, like he just like even though like, in the first half, like he he like Prince did do 
better than than Berserker. But like Berserker has always been kind of like that that constant, that always consistent like strength at in Cloud Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it just like in the second half, he just like just popped off. Yeah. My selfish pick is going to be who he who I dropped after <laughs> drafting him. I uh, got him for playoffs, uh, but no, he's been I think. One, very good as a fantasy player. He's been super active, but also just kind of seeing how he is on Golden Guardians, um, sort of leading that team, um, being able to sort of lead Stixay, uh, being very active on engaged sort of champions. Um, I think it's been just fun to watch him. Um, obviously, they had a crazy playoff run. Uh, they had a really crazy run in the regular season. Um, they kind of dropped in the end there to, to get sixth place, but... Um, yeah, overall, I think he was able to kind of lead Golden Guardians, and that's why they came second. So I will give it to him as a sneaky MVP. Thank you for listening to the 13th episode of the Casual LCS Fantasy Podcast. The LCS Spring Split is over, and now we wait for MSI, where Cloud9 and Golden Guardians will represent the LCS on the international stage.